What's up and welcome to Wait Hold Up Podcast with Jessica Molina and Yarel Ramos. Each week, tune in as we have unfiltered conversations about careers, relationships, wellness, feminism, and of course, we'll often be joined by guests you either know or should know who will share their humor, knowledge, and their very own Wait Hold Up moments with us. Here at Wait Hold Up, we want you to feel like you found your crew, your girls who you can do life with. Listen, it's a crazy world out there and we can all use some help in our efforts to live our best lives. We don't have all the answers, but we're down to figure it out together. Thanks for listening. Here's our latest episode of Wait, Hold Up. and welcome back to Wait Hold Up. I'm Jessica. I'm Yarel and we're so happy that you're joining us today and uh, checking out what we have in store for you. We're super pumped for this one because we are going to be talking just about a subject that is very near and dear to all of us. Yes, especially you. (laughs) We should have just from the jump, you should have just been, this is an episode about what you worry the most and care about the most besides your teeth, which is your skin. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So. <laughs> yes. This is all about skincare, which I must admit, Yarel, since you and I became friends, I've upped my skincare game so, so much. That makes me so happy. That so, makes me really happy. Yes. I have you to thank for all, for the fact that like I now do a serum and I do a moisturizer and I do mm. a face oil and I do retinol and I do all these good things. Awesome. See, you, you have to. It's as we, I mean, it's so crazy because I start, I, everybody always asks me about skincare and why I care so much for it. I'm like, I really don't know where it comes from, but what I can tell you is that when I was little, I was, I don't know, I was, when I was a cheerleader in high school and like middle school, I used, that's when I started using creams and using all these things that I would find on, on my mom's vanity or that I would buy at like Target. And it was this thing of like learning about skincare and then trying on, um, as much as I could, you know, and, what I could afford really back then uh, in terms of skincare. So it's really crazy because I, I, a lot of people always ask me like, why do you care so much? I'm like, well, one, I'm on TV. So I want this baby to like last healthy as long as I, it can. This is uh, the money right. maker. Um, <laughs> I mean, not, it's not, but you know what I mean? I mean, it it's is. Like, yeah, really? really, no one cares what you're saying. We just want you to look pretty. Like that's the reality. Thank right. you for finally getting yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just this idea that even I, when I watch myself on TV, it's it, I notice little things that people may not, right? And even in, in terms of the, just skin texture or dryness. Um, so yeah, for me, it's like just feeling good about when I'm presenting something, when I'm seeing mm-hmm. myself, like in that reflection of, of cameras and whatnot. So I think since also just working in this space, I've upped my, my game up when it comes to taking care of my skin and being just adamant and religious about things that I use on my skin and learning about it. Because I feel like we, we, we especially with social media now, like we hear so much and we, we, we read so much about what's good, what works, what we should do. And then all these procedures that are coming up now, right? Like these injections yeah. and fillers and Botox. This is not the episode for that. This is- No. It's not. Um, but it is about just like the, the all these ideas that come and all these uh, resources for you as a listener that cares as well for your skin in terms of everything we're living right now. 
Right. Yeah, no, for sure. I think, you know, the big thing for me, whenever I try, because I, I was the complete opposite. I was not into like any products. I don't wear a lot of makeup. I'm not on TV, so I don't have to like have a full face done every single day. And my max is like tinted moisturizer, concealer, mascara, and like chapstick, you know? Like, and that's why your skin is popping. <laughs> oh, and my brows, although my brows right now, I'm giving crazy vibes. But, um, <laughs> but thank you. I appreciate that. But yeah, but, but it's also like my skin has been dehydrated for so long living in California. And I didn't realize mm. that it was like, yes, I needed to drink more water, which now I'm like doing a lot, um, which is kudos to me. I'm peeing all the time. Um, but ooh, yes, yes. That also got this massive can like I don't know gallon plus thing that says morning good morning you're almost there <laughs> don't give up <laughs> keep chugging feeling literally, awesome literally almost finished <laughs> all of that to motivate her throughout her day but uh, yeah, yeah that but also I wasn't putting enough like creams on my face because moving from New York to California my skin doesn't have that humidity anymore that mm -hmm. it had and so, you know, I started looking into things, but one of the things that I found for a newbie and amateur like myself is that there's so much random information out there. And you're like, yeah. who, who is going to speak to me? Not like I have hundreds of dollars to spend every single month on my skincare, but at the same time, want to be really conscious about the type of products that are going into my body. So, or on my skin, you know, um, and so I'm really excited that with today's guest, because I think that she's definitely a trusted resource and she's someone who we can absolutely go to for questions. And so I want you to introduce her in a minute, but I also want to say, stay tuned to, for this episode because at the end, I'm going to find out exactly what Yara puts on her skin every single day. So that'll be, doo -doo 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 -doo. you'll have to wait. So I didn't get to participate in this conversation, but you did get to speak to her and I love her. So who do we have on the show today, Yael? Today, Jess, we have Elizabeth Palomares Michael. She is a licensed esthetician for the past 12 years. And um, she, uh, her passion for skincare began at a young age after seeing her mom suffer from melasma. So even when she was young, she started learning about skincare, about natural remedies. And what I think I love the most about what she does with her work and skincare is that um, she mixes like a lot of natural elements, a lot of, um, you know, a lot of just like meditative ideas, a lot of like rate, a lot of, a, a lot of this stuff that we, we learn about spirituality, she is, she connects it with skincare she she does say like her motto is the skin speaks to you and if you are in tune with yourself you will be able to hear what it needs that's awesome i cannot wait to hear this episode so check it out Elizabeth uh, Palomares, Michael, so nice to see you uh, and to talk to you, to connect with you. Uh, we're actually connected through Skype right now and obviously recording the podcast. Um, thank you so much for making the time, the space in the midst of everything that we're going through. How have you been? What have you been up to? Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to have this conversation with you. Um, I have been well. I have been big on self-care and eating healthy and meditating. Like every morning nice. I have my little meditation deck 
you know, I'm big on my decks, my cards. You like, are. <laughs> and I love it. And every day it's like a new message that I get and I meditate on it. And I'm being very conscious of what I'm consuming, like ah. what I eat, what I watch, uh, just very vigilant of my consumption mm. in every aspect. So right. that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. I mean, with everything that's going on to be able to step back and be just much more intentional with what you're doing and what you're surrounding yourself with, that is so powerful. I mean, you know, we talk about like these detoxes all the time and when it comes to like even like a digital detox and then we say, damn, it's hard. So I definitely applaud you for that, Ellie. That's amazing and that's good that you're taking care of yourself. Um, you know, I've known you for a few years. You're like my skin care go-to person. You're my friend who's always on it about um, healthy skin, which I absolutely love. Um, and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, your journey in skincare, your journey um, with all the licenses that you have and with all the experience that you have. Yes. So I have been a licensed esthetician for 13 years. I went to a night esthetician school in Panorama City. I always knew that I wanted to help people. And growing up, my mom suffered with really bad melasma or hyperpigmentation, dark patches on her face. And I always remember her taking me to see dermatologists and estheticians. And she was always on this quest to find what would really work for her. And it just always stayed with me. And when I was 18, my sister took me to a spa for the first time because you have to be 18 to go to a spa. And she took me and I fell in love with it, Yarel. It was like this whole new world and I just knew that that's something I wanted to do. I wanted to help people. I wanted to help people feel better about themselves. Awesome. So. And what did you study or what, what take us through the uh, process of becoming an esthetician? What is it that you have to uh, learn when you go to cosmetology school? So when you become an esthetician, you have to learn about different skin tones, different skin types, chemical peels, how the skin works, um, if it's acidic or alkaline and all of that, how that manifests with problems on the skin. You have to learn about different skin conditions. But I have to tell you, my learning didn't really start until after I graduated and I got my esthetician certificate. Then I started working, uh, my first job out of esthetician school was working as a counter girl for Estee Lauder. Oh and wow. Estee Lauder is an incredible, incredible brand. They are big on education and it was a great start for me. So I would do facials um, at Dillard's <laughs> mm -hmm. and um, it was awesome. It was an awesome experience. And then from there I went into pharmaceutical skincare. So it was more medical, it was more aggressive, and I started learning about how an esthetician has to be very well trained to work with chemical peels. Mm. Uh, so I quickly learned and I became a national educator. I've traveled uh, to Barcelona to train. I've traveled all over the United States helping estheticians, doctors, nurses. And most recently, I went to Israel to train. So, awesome. Yeah. I mean, so then you've, you've been, you've kind of like the whole spectrum of obviously skincare and 
uh, this idea, you know, of, as, as a facialist, right? Like learning about it, teaching other people about it. Um, you've been taking all these other courses recently to learn and to kind of change as the industry, I'm assuming, is changing. You've launched, you opened your, your own studio as well. Uh, Piel Pio, you now have your, your own masks. Yes. Tell us about that. <laughs> yes. So I was really um, nervous when all of this started with COVID and, you know, everything shut down, right? Mm-hmm. So I... My grandmother passed away last October. It's about to be a year. And my grandmother was big on gardening. And I had these little rose bushes that I wasn't really paying much attention to. But after I came back from Mexico after her funeral, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to have a green thumb like my grandma. Like, I really want to see if I've got abuelita's touch with these roses. (laughs) And I did. And they started growing and getting bigger. And I... When I when COVID started, I started meditating and spending more time with my roses. Mm-hmm. And I would see all these rose petals on the ground and I was like, these roses could be very beneficial for people. Rose powder is extremely anti-inflammatory. It's an antioxidant for the skin. So I dove into the world of clay and the... The um, formulations just kind of started coming to me and I started mixing the formulations and I would go all over the valley and drop them off in my family's mailboxes and be like, hey, can you try this? I think I even dropped some off for you. I and think I was you like, did, hey, yeah. Can you try it? Yeah. I just wanted to get everybody's feedback. And so I reformulated them three times. Um, and I just kept working at it and working at it. And I ended up developing four different clay masks. So. And tell us about, I mean, they're for different purposes. Um, yes. You're... So a lot of people, when they think of clay, they just think of one type of clay. The most commonly mm-hmm. used clay mask is what is called bentonite clay. There are so many different types of clays. And so I wanted to step out of bentonite clay because it's very drying. So the only purpose of bentonite clay is to absorb. But there are other clays that actually help to gently exfoliate and they also help to push nutrients Mm. into the skin. So every single clay has a different function. And I started creating formulas based off of what the strengths of that clay are. Awesome. So then now you've been, um, you, I, I love that. I see that when we ch- check out your social media, you've rebranded, uh, you know, your, your page, your brand, your studio, everything that has to do with what you're creating. I love that you took the space of, you know, being in a pandemic, being in quarantine to also develop something that's you know, so beneficial and that I'm sure a lot of your clients have been like, Hey, when are you going to put together something? When are you going to give give us some of the, of this advice and like a bottle? Um, you know, I, I love that you're doing that because I feel like it's, it shows, you know, kind of taking a, a situation that was maybe not so good for you when they were closing the, you know, the places that you work at, the studios that you were working at closing these places, yet you found this opportunity to do something, um, something good for you, I'm sure too. It's, I mean, I, I can only imagine that it's helped you. 
big time. And it's it's fun, you know, learning and diving in and keeping your mind active, right? Because it's always very easy to get kind of stuck. And so yeah. for me, learning, especially about skin and kind of taking this holistic skincare approach because mm-hmm. I was in the world of pharmaceutical skincare for so long um, that to kind of step out of it and go into something more holistic, more natural was awesome. And the feedback I've gotten has been great. Uh, so I'm very happy with the formulations. And I feel like you've all, I mean, that's been a huge part of who you are and your brand, right? You've learned and you've traveled the world learning about things that are very pharmaceutical and, you know, heavy ingredients, but you've also, uh, you know, connect these things with your core, which is very, you know, on the natural ingredients and like using everything that we have. And I mean, you drink like just reminding people like drinking a lot of water, things that you eat, the impact they have on your skin. Um, so, you know, Ellie, with everything that, that, that we see on social media, right? I feel like everybody's an expert now. Everybody wants to share with, you know, we all care. We see someone that has a great skin. We're like, Hey, so what do you use? Um, or we see someone with great hair. Hey, so what do you do to your hair? Uh, how, how do you, how do you deal with it when it comes to you being, have gone through school through it, have put in the work? Um, and what do you recommend for people that look at, you know, look up these things online on social on Instagram and sometimes don't get the, don't get the instructions from someone like you that knows, that knows exactly what, what they're talking about. It can be challenging at times, I think, because like you said, everybody thinks they're an expert, right? They and right. and and I do believe that everybody is an expert of their own experience. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I could recommend something and maybe it'll work and maybe it won't and it's an ongoing dialogue. Right. I believe that now more than ever you have to be very critical and and think critically truly be a critical thinker when you're on social media don't just accept something as truth because it's packaged pretty right, right. you have to really think and consider your source where is this right. coming from is this person trying to educate me or is this person trying to sell me on something yeah and that's, that's the big difference right and i think that's i mean I, I i wanted to gear into that because i think that's also important to mention when people are saying here's my skin tutorial here's my skin must-haves like a lot of these situations are sometimes paid so it's not really something that they use or they, they be, that they believe in it could be just a sponsorship opportunity or they're trying something else. So yeah, I, I, I wanted to touch on that because I get, I get carried away a lot with like social media posts about recommendations. So I want to make sure that, you know, whoever's listening understands like also to, uh, to be very mindful of when they see, you know, certain recommendations or advice when it comes to skincare. I'm big on skincare. I try to take care of my skin as much as I can. Um, I, I'm not, I don't think I'm an extremist where I'm trying like crazy chemicals. I don't think I've ever even gotten a peel. Um, so, uh, I, I, I truly do believe in, in, you know, everything that you're saying and staying very holistic and cause it's been very good for me at least, but let's get to it. You know, I know we've been getting a lot of questions in, in, in the space of recommendations from you that you know so much about skincare. Like what are those five must haves that we should all have and be mindful of using every day? On a daily basis, you're gonna need a really good cleanser. 
and there are so many out there, right? So I think you should look at what is this cleanser for, right? So what are they telling me it's for? Is it truly for my skin type? So what is it for? What are the active ingredients? And do they have any types of parabens, preservatives, or fragrance that's added to it? We do not want those. We do not want fragrances. Certain fragrance causes uh, skin sensitivities. It can cause irritation. Uh, Parabens and preservatives, some of them are thrown into these formulations so that the product can have a longer shelf life. Mm. So I want to give you a tip. When you pick up a product, the first active ingredient that you see on the back of the label, that ingredient makes up majority of the product you're about to buy. Hmm. Okay. If that is not an ingredient that you can pronounce, put the product down. It's not going to be good for your skin. Okay. So typically it'll say water or it'll say hyaluronic acid or it'll say something that's very easy and you'll know what it is. If it's not that, then you may want to consider a different product. So for sure, a cleanser, okay? Cleanser. Cleanser. Second, you want to get a vitamin C, especially in today's day in California. You need a vitamin C. So you want something that's going to be, so it's called either L-ascorbic acid or just ascorbic acid. So a vitamin C. You want a really good scrub, right? So something that's going to help scrub your skin. I'm a big fan of Manuka coffee scrub. I really like it. Uh, There are different scrubs that you could look into. Just make sure that they're not too abrasive on your skin. You also want to look into some type of exfoliant that's an acid. So a lot of people like to use lactic acid, which lactic acid is very hydrating. Uh, You also may want to look into azelaic acid, which azelaic acid is actually antibacterial. And then a must, must have is SPF. You cannot walk around without SPF. It's very, very important that you use it, that you get into the habit of using it every single day because you want to prevent further sun damage, right? So the, the thing is that if you like to lay out you're not gonna see that damage until 10 years from now. Right. Those sunspots are not gonna make their way up to the surface, so you wanna prevent all of that. Yeah, and so is, it, is there an SPF number you recommend? 50. 50. 50. 30, 30 to 50. Anything less than 30 to 50, uh, you're wasting your money. Okay, so we're gonna be sharing all these uh, tips and recommendations on our social media, but just again, uh, to remind everyone, a cleanser, an exfol- exfoliator, a good vitamin C, uh, I'm missing an something? An acid exfoliator. An acid, okay. An SPF. An SPF. So those are things that we should all try to keep in mind to have. I've heard people say they carry their SPF in their bag, and they're, they, especially if they're going to be outside a lot, they constantly reapply it. Um, I apply it even if, even if I'm working inside the office because I feel like even you know, a little bit of sun that might come in. Like I just want to be prepared for it. So I, I was, I've been very good about SPF, but I wasn't, but I was also not crazy on, on being outside or, um, or tanning or anything. So I, I think 
you know, it's one of those things that as we get older, we realize we're like, oh yeah, yeah, we need to like pile up on that SPF. So if there's something that you take from this, wear your sunscreen. Um, all right, so you mentioned California, you mentioned, you know, the situation that we have been going through these past few weeks with the air quality from the fires. And I don't, I don't think just not in California, but in general, every, anywhere you live, if you live in a big city, the pollution, um, you know, the dryness that comes also from these coming months being drier and colder. Um, what are things, what are things, a few things that we should do that we can uh, help our skin or boost our skin? with a little bit of extra love. Yes, so right now, if we focus on California and what's happening here, we are being exposed to free radicals, right? I mean, there was there was a couple of days ago where I was like, even stepping outside and breathing felt like you're smoking cigarettes. Like it was that bad to breathe yeah. it in, right? And so you wanna make sure that you're using collagen boosters. So collagen, you want to make sure that you're using peptides. You want to make sure that you're using um, vitamin C, antioxidants, things that are going to help fight free radical damage. That's going to be very, very important during this time. And of course, you want to exfoliate, guys, because a lot of this these toxins get stuck to your skin. Mm -hmm. So definitely look into using niacinamide is an incredible antioxidant. Niacinamide you guys, I'm telling you, it's going to be the biggest new trend in skincare. If you haven't heard of niacinamide, it is here to stay. It is an anti-inflammatory. It helps to brighten the skin. It helps to fight free radicals. If you're not using niacinamide in your skincare, you have to start looking for it. It's out Ooh, there, I promise. Okay, writing it's it down right now. anti-inflammatory. It's great. So looking for antioxidants in your skincare is going to be crucial. Exfoliating your skin two to three times a week is going to be very crucial as well. Um, what about like the dryness, right? Like it's going to get, it's, it's for a lot, in a lot of places like the East Coast, it's going to start to get colder, drier, um, especially for me, like someone like myself who has already dry skin, I feel like it only, you know, makes my skin drier. So I have to like pile up all the stuff that I use. Is that something that we should be doing or are there other options? So definitely, you, you can. You can start going toward more um, thicker moisturizers, right? That's fine as well. I like to use, so this is, you're going to think it's counterproductive, uh, but it's not. Lactic acid is great to use in the wintertime. Lactic acid is going to help rejuvenate your cells, but it's also going to hydrate the skin at the same time. So using hyaluronic acid, a lot of it, morning and night, double on the dose, and also a thicker moisturizer and using lactic acid. You know, just by using acid so many times, like I, I, I get scared, right? Uh, I'm like, okay, is are these not thing? Are these things good for you? They are. So hyaluronic acid, no one should ever be afraid of it. Hyaluronic acid does not exfoliate in any way. Hyaluronic acid helps to bind water to the skin. Mm -hmm. I know. I think they should rename it, but they, they yeah, I, 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 sometimes <laughs> I feel like it's just in general, like, wait, we're trying to be very uh, conscious of what we're putting on our skin and like natural. And here are all these acids, right? Uh, but yeah, I, I actually do love, I have a, a serum with hyaluronic acid and I absolutely love it. 
Um, and in terms of anything, you know, a lot of we've been seeing a lot of brands really exploring and using a lot of natural ingredients, right? Lavender, tamarindo, um, all so uh, aloe vera, like all these things that we can find even at home. Um, and it's been growing this, you know, uh, a more holistic approach to skincare. I know you, you believe in a lot of products. You said Manuka honey and coffee. So what are other options when it comes, uh, to skincare, especially right now with everything that's going on, pollution, air quality, dryness, uh, cold weather, um, that are, uh, for a much, for people that want to take a more natural approach. Absolutely. So you and I did an Instagram live not that long ago, and we went over uh, different home care masks that you could do, different things that mask. Yogurt is going to help hydrate your skin so much. Oatmeal or oats are going to help tighten the skin. So you could always explore. Uh, Turmeric is fantastic to lower inflammation. So any skin irritation, skin inflammation, that's going to help as well. You could also do, instead of using toners that have alcohol in it, go toward rose water and rose Mm. water toners. That's going to be better. So eliminating uh, products that have alcohol in it because the alcohol is gonna dry out your skin. Using aloe vera is fantastic and you can mix that in. There's actually a couple of my clients that have mixed my clay mask with an aloe vera paste and that's what they put on their skin. Mm, It's really interesting. You can mix that and and play with it. Oatmeal is gonna be great, honey is gonna be great. All of that is very hydrating as well. Awesome. Um, so those are going to be also shared on all our social media. Now, when it comes to masks, right? These past few months, we've been wearing masks when we are outside, when we go anywhere, really. Um, we, we're probably going to be wearing them for uh, quite a while. Uh, what is it? I've been seeing a lot of articles about skincare and mask, right? Like the recommendations about cleaning your mask, washing your mask, but also what it does to the skin. Um, can you tell us a little bit about also like the pros and the I mean, obviously the pros with taking care of our of ourselves in in a pandemic, but using a mask also to um, to take care of your skin. So when you're using the mask, if it's causing your skin to break out in any way, I'm going to recommend that you start using salicylic acid and that you start using niacinamide niacinamide gel at night because the salicylic acid is going to help to rejuvenate your skin. It's going to help reduce inflammation, but salicylic acid also loves oil. So any breakouts, it's going to help to dry it out. The niacinamide is an antioxidant, but it's also anti-inflammatory. Okay, so there's going to be different things that you're going to want to use. If it's causing irritation because it's constantly rubbing, then I'm gonna say that you start using calendula. A lot of people don't talk about all of the amazing benefits of calendula. Calendula is antiseptic and it's also anti-inflammatory. It's very gentle on the skin and you can just put it on. It comes in cream form um, and actually one of my masks has it as well uh, and you can use it so that it helps with the irritation. If you're using a cloth mask, it is imperative that you wash it before you put it on again. You're going to keep breaking out. You're going to keep getting in that cycle if you're not washing your mask on a regular basis. And 
always, always wash your face at night. I know that there are some celebrities that said they go two, three days without washing their face. And I remember when I read that, I was like, oh, no, like, don't say that yeah. because it's the worst thing you could do. You want your skin to breathe. So, right. And when, and when we talk about, um, you, you know, you mentioned some ingredients, you mentioned a list of things that we should have. Is, is there an, um, an ideal list when it comes to night products? Like you, is it okay if you use the products you use in the morning for your night routine or should you have a completely new set of things to use? So you don't have to have a completely new regimen, but I do always recommend that people use retinols at night just because that's when you're sleeping, you're recuperating, your cells are um, rejuvenating as well, right? As you sleep and you reduce right. inflammation and... So retinol, always incorporate a retinol into, oh, I'm sorry, that's a must-have as well. I forgot to mention that one earlier, but retinol is a must-have. And if retinol is too aggressive for your skin, look into using uh, Bacuchiol. Bacuchiol is a natural form of retinol. So it's less mm. aggressive and it feels really nice on the skin. There's also different retinols that even though they're a high concentration, they're buffered with other actives so that they're not so aggressive as right. well. Is there a process that we need to follow in terms of what we use first on our skin, particularly yeah. on our face? Yes, so you always use your cleanser first, then you could go into a toner second. Third would be your retinol, then your serums, then your moisturizers, and then if you have any type of like heavy duty night cream, your eye cream as well. Eye cream, some people like to use it in the morning. I recommend it morning and night. Um, in the day, you want to use your cleanser, toner, your vitamin C. If you want a moisturizer, you can. If you feel like it's too thick for you during the day, you can skip it, but always, always your SPF, SPF. as well. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, a, it's similar, but I'm obviously adding on different products. Is it also like recommended? I, I've, I've read a lot about this and there's always, you know, people that agree and disagree, like to use the same brand for all your products or do you, do you recommend trying things and it's be being okay with having things from different brands? I think we live in a day and age where people are going to want to try new things. You know, they're always going to see something new. What I want to say to that is don't go crazy on switching your skincare all the time. Mm -hmm. In order for you to know if a skincare product is truly, truly working for you, you have to use it for three months straight. Mm. After three months, you'll know if that product worked for you or not. But if you're constantly right. dabbling in this regimen or this regimen and you're not following it through for three months, you won't know if that product worked or not. Okay. That's unless, so important. Like, unless it's something where you put it on and it really burns, then don't mm. use it ever again. Right, right, right. Skincare yeah, if product, it's not working. Just, it's not working. It's not for you. And you'll know that right. immediately. Right. But if it's like something you like and you're like, okay, let me get the feel of it. Keep going for three months. Okay. And take pictures of that. yourself. Take a picture of yourself before you start your regimen and take a picture in three months and you'll see. Right, 
Right. That's great advice. And, uh, you know, one of the things too, that I recently started, uh, adapting to my skincare and something that I remember people talking about it, but I don't, I never really applied it was using product on my neck and on my chest. Um, so I, you know, you always think about, okay, your face, right? Like I'm going to apply all these things on my face and you forget about your neck and your chest. Like what can we use that is already, that we already have for our face? Everything. Mm. Everything. So we should continue everything down to our chest. Bring it down. Mm. Absolutely. The only thing that I'm going to say is if you start using acids on your neck and your chest, make sure you're using SPF in those areas as well. But you can bring it down. I mean, when we're trained on facials, facials start from from the chest up. They don't just, they're not just the face. Right. So... And, and obviously these recommendations, do they apply for every type of skin, um, you know, oily, dry, normal, or should people also, because I've heard things, you know, or, or I've, I've listened to like friends that try something and it's like, oh, it just doesn't work because my skin's oily, or it doesn't work because my skin is on the drier side. I believe that before you invest in a serious skincare regimen, you should speak to an esthetician. When it comes to creating skincare regimens, that's really a strength for us. We know what to look for and there are different ways of categorizing somebody's skin. Mm -hmm. So it's not just enough to say you have oily skin. Well, is your skin sensitive? Do you get pigmentation when you go out in the sun? Is it wrinkly? Is it tight? Age has nothing to do with it because I have seen young women that look like they're way older and older women that look like they're way younger. Hmm. So it's a matter of, have you lost a lot of collagen? Are you, right? How are you eating? All of that also impacts. So I believe that in order to find the best regimen, you need to be BFFs with your esthetician and really talk to her about it and and kind of let an esthetician guide you. I believe that most estheticians want to help create the best regimen, you know, that, and I believe that. So don't feel like you have to venture into this world on your own because that's what we're here for. And that's what we've been trained to do. And And these recommendations that you're giving us, it's like overall things, right? It's not like particular to anything in specific if anything, it's just one air quality, pollution, dryness, obviously our mask, like the advice that, that you were giving us. Um, one more thing that I think is important and I, and I feel like, um, you know, obviously not, a lot of us have not been getting facials lately. You, you are big on facials. Um, now that we're at home, do you recommend uh, doing them on our own, using sheet masks, using certain type of other masks to... Uh, really, uh, you know, make sure that we give our skin that that love and care. Absolutely. Um, I think that it's important to right now is the perfect time to get on a good regimen because we have the time, most of us, right, to kind of go through with it. So I think right now is a great time. Get yourself a steamer. Why not? You know, those steamers that you put your face mm-hmm, in. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I don't recommend is... Um, picking at your skin. Mm. I've never liked that. I think, in fact, you will see so much more improvement if you stop picking at your skin. A lot of people struggle with that, and that is part of what keeps the problem going. Yeah. So 
I would recommend absolutely do a sheet mask. Indulge in, in some type of light exfoliator at home. Do an at-home peel as long as it's recommended by an esthetician or a dermatologist um, because there's a lot of people that go crazy and they buy really aggressive peels on Amazon. I don't recommend that. Right. But definitely just be cautious of what you're buying. Right. And for sure, once you have, once things, you know, you're able to see someone to get something more uh, intense done on your skin, like a peel or, you know, more injection or the other things that are available for, um, your skin, like, yeah, make sure that you go to someone that knows what they're doing and that knows what they're talking about. Um, anything else, Ellie, anything else that you in the world of skin, of skincare that you can tell us about, uh, our skin and any other tips on how to be better at taking care the biggest thing is consistency. And I believe that with social media, you see a lot of these uh, not well thought out before and afters. And what I mean by that is that you're getting the wow effect, right? They, they want to keep your attention and they wanna impress you. What you're not seeing is the full picture of this patient, okay? You're getting a wow effect and you're thinking maybe that's exactly what your skin's going to look like and those results may or may not last. I just want you to understand that good skincare is a commitment and you have to do it constantly. It's not a one and done. Right. So I, I really want to get that across because I feel that sometimes people get disillusioned. Right. But a lot of it is honestly how do you take care of your body as a whole? How do you mm -hmm. eat? Do you drink your water or not? Do you eat healthy? What are you indulging in, right? So mm -hmm. are you constantly washing your face morning and night? Are you, all of these things, it's an ongoing thing and you have to be a part of the process. Yeah, you can't just, consistency and you have to be a part of it. I believe in the 80-20 rule. 20% is what I'm going to do when I see you for a facial or you go get a laser or you go get a peel. 80% of your results is how you take care of yourself every single day. Awesome. That's great advice. Um, lastly, you're, where can we find you? Where can we get your mask? Where can Are you doing co uh, virtual consultations? Yes, so I am doing virtual consultations. You can DM me or email me. It's bielpeel.com, and I'm very active on Instagram. I'm trying to figure out TikTok right now, <laughs> but Instagram definitely, and bielpeel.com. You can email me. You can DM me, um, and the masks are up. So if you have any questions about the masks, they're on the website. Um, and I'd be more than happy to do online consultations as well. Awesome. Uh, thank you so much, Elizabeth, for being with us today, for giving us all that advice. We're going to be sharing all this on our social. We're going to be planning an Instagram live as well to answer questions. Uh, so yeah, just thank you so much for everything that uh, you're doing also too, in terms of community that your, your, your masks, the, the clay masks, and also everything you share on your social platforms. Thank you so much. Bye. Okay, Yarel, you guys, you and Elizabeth absolutely have convinced me that I'm doing good, but I can always do more. <laughs>
we can always do better, Jess. Uh, you know, also something that I that I that I wanted to talk about in the in the ep and with her and obviously with time um, was just this I, this this something that's very important. Like our skin is the biggest organ, you know, like the biggest organ that's we so have in our bodies. And that, yeah. sometimes we not just our skin our, our skin on our face, you know, but all over that we sometimes uh, don't mind it and we are we don't do these things internally and externally to really like take care of it and listen to it see what it what it needs um you know you mentioned just the dryness as well like how many times does your is your is your skin telling you like a plant like feed me good good veggies water and nourish me and we're just like uh-huh just patting on more makeup you mm -hmm. know what i mean so i think that's something that i learned through just her work um listening and then also being being open-minded about um, you know, all these remedies that have, that we've, that we grew up with, you know, in Latino households, uh, when it comes to what we use on our skin. I mean, I remember my mom used to, uh, put, put, uh, cubes in, of water and then put like aloe vera in there. And she would sometimes use it on her face, like as like cold wow. aloe vera. And I would be freaked out. Like, what is she doing? Right. Yeah. And then now it's become like a big thing where a lot of people do it for inflammation for, you know, if, if there's some acne and you're trying to get rid of it, it helps, uh, you know, move that from your face. So for sure, you know, so much still to learn. These were just little, um, tips from her to be, to help us through everything that is going on in terms of air quality and the dryness again, that comes with also the winter months. Yeah. Oh, that's so helpful. That really is. Cause I think the dryness is probably the thing that bothers me the most. And it mm -hmm. is like being conscious of like, always just like lathering up my leg, my <sighs> face, you know, just doing everything that I need to do to stay like nice and glossy essentially. So oh. I told everyone at the beginning that I would find out your beauty routine. So girl, spill the beans. How do you I get mean, I wanna, glorious skin? I want to find out your beauty routine too, because <laughs> your, your skin is always popping. Don't even go there. Your skin always <laughs> looks good and it's, it's beautiful and it's also glowing. Um, so yes, but I mean, I, when it comes to routine, I don't know. I'm actually not, I, I've been better at it, but I think, I will say this. I recently bought a little skincare fridge. I know being out there about it and I have it next to my, you're like, you would, <laughs> you know what Your though? They're, right so, now. they're so cute that I, I, I honestly was like, Ooh, I would totally get this. And then I looked at the price and I was like, Oh, Jessica, be honest with yourself. Like you could fit three things in there yet. You can't. Yeah. That's pretty much. That's all I, that there's five things and they're miniature yeah. in there. Mm -hmm. Um, so I recently purchased it and I'll definitely share uh, what I have in my fridge in my skincare fridge. Um, but yeah, so I, I try as much as I can to really be consistent. I think consistency is super important, um, because I like to try so many things, like making sure that I finish a, a treatment that I'm doing, or if I finish like a bottle of eye serum. Um, but I do, I do this every morning. I wear those eye patches things when I come to work, I never go out without SPF. I do have a good eye cream. I do use a serum. I recently started using um, a toner, which I never really used. Um, but it was because of that hydration that you mentioned. My skin started feeling way more dry. So I felt that the toner after washing it really brought up, brought my skin 
a little bit like juicier, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so I just recently started using a toner. I use a a serum. I use an eye cream. I use a moisturizer. (laughs) I use SPF. And at night is the only time when I use an oil. So, uh, my skin is more normal to dry. Um, so I try to make it so that I use oils at night to make sure that it all sets in. So, yeah, I mean, do you put the SPF on first, middle, or last? Because I... Last. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Shoot. I mean, okay. I, I mean, I, it goes, yeah. <laughs> For me, it goes eye cream serum or toner eye cream serum, um, moisturizer, and, and then SPF. But the moisturizer usually that I use has the SPF. Okay. So when I'm at work, I use another cream that is like when I'm getting my makeup done, I always like just tap again, a bunch of SPF and a bunch of moisturizer, just in case I feel like it's that extra layer of protection um, from the sun's rays. So yeah, I, I was also not that good with SPF and I'm sure my skin suffered for a few years when I was not really um, understanding SPF and the importance of it. Uh, But now I've been a little bit more adamant about it. Okay. Yeah, no, I've yeah. definitely become a lot more adamant about SPF too. And what is your my, routine like? Um, I'm like, uh, so <laughs> my routine is, so in the morning, I, um, I very rarely wash my face. I remember mm-hmm. reading from Salma Hayek many years ago that she washes her face at night and then she just puts cold water on in the morning. And mm. Uh, so I, unless I have something on my face. That would face, just wake me the f- up. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. So like great. I usually need it. Exactly. <laughs> so I usually just like, and again, I'll ask Ellie, maybe I'm doing this wrong. I usually just put cold water on my face and that'll like, and then I'll just like rub off like maybe any of the extra like oil or moisturizer mm-hmm. that was like there from the night before. I should use a toner after that then, but I don't. And then because I work from home, it you right now has just been that I put rosehip oil and SPF on my face because I always end up wa- walking my dog. So I still am going outside. So, and then, you know, you had told me like, even if you're indoors, the sun's coming through the window. Yep. So like, I've been more like diligent with that. And I make sure like I have a good SPF. I use super goop. So I would say like spend a little bit more money than you do if you're putting mm-hmm. something on your face all the time. And that's my morning routine. <laughs> Those two things. <laughs> <laughs> and then at nighttime, I'll wash my face. I will sometimes use toner. Right now, I ran out of cotton swabs, so I'm not using any toner. But I need to get the reusable ones, I've decided, so I can be less wasteful. So sometimes I use toner. And then after I wash my face, I will put on – it's like a different cocktail of things. So sometimes it's a serum and then a vitamin C thing. And then if I need some more, I'll put a moisturizer on top. Or I do like retinol every other night. Mm-hmm. So I'll do um, rosehip oil, retinol, and maybe sometimes that's it. And if I need a little extra moisturizer, then I will do um, the a, a little bit of moisturizer on top of all that to like let it like okay. sink in. Look so, at you. Know, Look at you. Something. Watch like Ellie hit me up after this and she's like, you're doing the <laughs> order all wrong. You don't put this with that. And you know what? School me because I need it. Listeners, if any of you are estheticians, School me. I am okay with it. Teach me your ways because I have no idea. <laughs> I'm just We're figuring it out as I go you. along. I know, yeah. but like, you know, I do, 
I, um, I look at my mom and I'm like, she's got great skin and she's near 60. So I'm like, I feel like I have the benefit of genes. They're going to work for me. But I also just like want to be like really conscious of like, you know, none of my family ever grew up in California, like dry weather, dry Mm -hmm. air is so new for us. Like we're Caribbean folk. So I'm trying to like, I don't know, we have a humidifier in the room too now. And that changed things big Mm -hmm. for us when we sleep. That helps. Humidifier is very important for sure. Yes. Especially right now with the winter months and everything. And the fires, if you're on the West Coast. Yeah, no, for sure. So, so this is fun. This is, you know, know. this was a nice break from. (laughs) We want to make sure that, yeah, I feel like just with the podcast, with everything that we're sharing, a lot of us are always intrigued and interested in these things. And when we talk about self-care, right, we always do talk about this, the spiritual aspect of it, the healing aspect of Mm -hmm. it, the mental health aspect of it. Uh, But it's also important, you know, sometimes to, to include these in our self-care routines because it's just for ourselves to make, to make sure that we also do things to feel better. Um, whatever it is, maybe it's for you, it's that yoga class. Maybe for you, it's also like me and being very, uh, on top of your skin routine and your skincare, or, you know, you're concerned with other things. Like it's a good, making sure that we find that balance and all that imbalance that, you know, that we're living. Have you, found that your partner is more concerned with his skin now that you guys are together oh for sure he used <laughs> he, he he finished my serum bro he finished my serum yes so he Mark also sent that to me too yeah and he's like babe I, I mean, we're out and i'm like excuse you <laughs> excuse me yeah that was 80 dollars do you know what's the funniest thing that sometimes like i'll put on my huge stack of everything at night right like yeah. eye cream and like my everything in it i'm like and i'm i'm seriously doing the math i'm like that was like five dollars because that actually was expensive <laughs> that was like three dollars that was four dollars seven dollars all right so it's like 15 20 right now and he comes and kisses me or holds me or something and i'm like I'm like, baby, that was $40 right now that you just took off my skin. <laughs> like, stop. And he laughs because he's always like, oh, is that 20 right now? Are we at 30? Or he'll just on purpose oh go near me God. to take off product to put it on his face. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That's what it is. He's trying to just get some for himself. He's like, damn, this can look good. Yeah. <laughs> what, is, what does Marcos use the most from your um, stuff? Oh, um... There was actually something that I bought that he just sort of took over, and I can't remember what it is, but he uses my sunscreen, okay. and, which is now our sunscreen, I suppose, um, my, my face oil the most. Like, okay. the, when I buy rosehip oil, because I, I get, like, this organic cold-pressed one, I have to buy, like, three at a time because we go through it, like, so fast. Yeah, we both just, like, love it. Yeah, so mm, you're gonna have to share it with us to see what yeah. one it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's great. So it's called the Ordinary. Actually, the the company is. Oh, great I love because, that brand. Yeah, yeah, they're awesome and they're super affordable. And like, they do have some like clean stuff and other stuff that has a bunch of chemicals that I don't know what it is. But so far, my skin likes them. So I I I mix high low, just like everything else. You know, I do some drunk elephant things which I really like. And then when I can, I'll do a little bit like low so that this way it's not like spending everything. Right. You know. Cause it can get expensive. It can totally get expensive. Exactly. And see your point, like your mom does aloe vera in or aloe in the, like in the freezer. Yeah. You don't have to get that complicated and it doesn't have to get exactly. that pricey. Like I feel like exactly. our abuelitas knew the secret 
you know? So it's just accessing I, that I see too. my grandma and I'm sure you see your grandma and you're like, the skin is still popping. Yeah, like, Beautiful skin. And it's like, what did you do? And she's like, oh, I would just grab whatever I would find in the stuff that I was growing. So I exactly. mean, and, and I think we're also seeing it recently with all this, all this new skincare that's, uh, you know, that's vegan, cruelty-free, natural from like natural ingredients of everything that we've been using in our households for along forever um now being incorporated with like other things that we use that are also you know so good for for our well-being and our our skin more than anything i completely completely agree so if you guys have any great products that you love or any skincare routines share them with us we're so so curious like i said amateur over here professional over there but she's always down <laughs> to learn and try new stuff yes. that's for damn sure please um, and thank you so much to Elizabeth for joining us on the show. It was so nice to hear this episode between you two. And I know you guys are great friends. So that definitely was a nice, fun conversation that y'all were able to have. Thank you guys for listening. And you can follow us on Instagram at WaitHoldsUpPod. Email us, WaitHoldsUpPodcast at gmail.com. And until next time, bye. Bye. We love you.